and for Off the Block, I'm Vinny Lipson. We are now joined by Matthew McManaway. You may have remembered him as a player and assistant coach with North Greenville, but he is now the head coach of the defending Conference Carolina champions, North Greenville, taking over the program in his first year as they are preparing for 2023. And, Coach, I have to ask you before we get into the players, how the preseason's been going, how has the transition for you from assistant coach to head coach been going? Yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, I'd like to say it's gone seamlessly, you know, no issues, uh, cloud nine still. Um, got the call uh, actually while we were on the bus in California um, about to head home and uh, learned that I had, I had uh, you know, been accepted as the, as the next head coach in North Greenville. So um, it's been a whirlwind since then, um, getting getting everything, you know, figured out, taking over the the couple of responsibilities that we're um, Coach Battenfield still had uh, control of and um, just, you know, learning from him over the past years. Um, kind of set up perfect. Um, you know, as time went on, he was gracious enough to kind of give me more and more um, responsibility as an assistant coach. Um, some of those, you know, uh, a lot of other coaches in the country, um, you know, would not lean on their assistant as much, but uh, good thing Coach Battenfield had a plan moving forward. So uh, it's been, uh, it's been, you know, it's been rough, but it's also been just an awesome experience and, um, you know, getting to, getting to do my dream job and um, getting to stick with the, the same group of guys that won us conference last year. So it's been, a, it's been an awesome experience. Um, can't think, you know, think of a better group of guys that I would want to want to lead. So. Well, talking about the group of players you have, we saw you last year NCAA tournament. You were able to beat Princeton the opening round, then lost to the eventual champions, Hawaii. Obviously, every year is a different story, some new players. What do you feel is the biggest difference right now between the team that we saw in May compared to the team right now? Right. Um, so, biggest biggest difference is uh, we lost um, we lost three 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 big guys for us from last year's roster. Um, you know, we lost the setter, which is um, never easy, you know, coming back from um, doing what we were doing to, you know, bring in a new guy, new face, um, a new leader. Um, we lost the libero, which is, you know, kind of like your captain of the back row. So um, two really big, uh, really big, um, you know, just big, big roles, um, some big shoes to fill, losing Christian and, and Sergio. Um, and then, you know, we had, Brandon Baker is an outside who, um, you know, just statistically was on and off the court, um, led us pretty much in every category an outside can lead. And, you know, just three great guys. Um, sad to see him go. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, biggest thing I've, you know, I've noticed um, is how hungry the guys are this year. Um, and just, you know, we have we have some, some new faces playing some new, new positions. And uh, those guys are young. You know, they're ready to go. Um, they, uh, they've had the opportunity to be behind some, some great players and, and, you know, get that experience, um, and get to see kind of firsthand, um, what it takes, uh, you know, to, to win a conference championship, win a first round, um, and then compete with the, you know, national champion, um, team. So, um, that's kind of, you know, the biggest, the biggest difference from last year's team to this year's team is just, um, maturity. Um, you know, we have no seniors this year, so it's a it's a young team, but um, a lot of returners. So that's you know that's something to look forward to. 
Well, one of the returners that I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot about this year is Gregory Torres. And just to get kind of your assessment of um, of his game, you know, he spent time this offseason competing in, in international play with Puerto Rico. What are you seeing from him in the gym this fall in terms of his development and improvement? Right. Um, well, you know, first off, Gregory Torres, great kid. Um, love him to death. You know, he is, he's one of those kids that it's like, you you can't pry the volleyball out of his hands. Um, if I joke around with him and I'm like, if if I didn't, you know, if I didn't say, all right, you know, balls up, net down, um, I feel like Gregory would be in the gym for as long as his body could possibly take it. Um, just, you know, leading the boys, um, doing a really good job of stepping up. Um, you know, he's a sophomore and he's acting like a junior or a senior, um, just really giving us, you know, some leadership. Um, pushing guys in practice, really, you know, just being a great, great team player. Um, and, you know, we're going to lean on him a lot this year and, uh, you know, kind of like we did last year. Um, and uh, just seeing him embrace that role um, and kind of stepping up and taking a, a larger role in the team. Um, like I said, I mean, you know, I would not want to coach another group of guys in the country. And he's part of the reason that, that that's why I say that. Well, Coach, talking about your team, we talked about some of the talked about some of the players, some of the new players. I want to ask you in terms of the setter position, because as you mentioned, so important for volleyball. Have you settled on starting setter yet for the upcoming season? I know you still have some time, or or is it still a good position battle breaking out right. in camp? Yeah, so right now it's it's kind of up in the air. Um, you know, we have we have two two guys competing for it, um, two great athletes competing for it, and you know. It's it's one of those um, – it's a coach's dream and a coach's nightmare. Um, you got two kids that, you know, at, at individual – at the individual level, um, two great kids, two great leaders, you know. Um, I expect a lot out of my setters. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's a tough one. Um, you know, like they're, they're both great in, in different ways. Um, and so it'll be uh, – I think it'll be good for the team because, you know, I, I feel like we're not going to run into that uh, slump. Um, we got, you know, the good news for the first time in – for the first time since, like, my senior year, um, we're we're going to be, you know, three or four guys at every position um, pushing each other. And, uh, you know, that competition, I think that just – that breeds, uh, you know, a better athlete. Um, and uh, the position, like the battle at, at Cedric um, is just, you know, it's coming down to the wire. Um, we got two guys, um, Jorge Rodrigo and uh, Tyler Cohen, that are just really, you know, coming in, battling. Um, it's been really cool to watch those two. Um, it's been cool to watch those two push each other um, and compete with each other and just, you know, try and make the other one better. Um, and so, you know, honestly, right now, either of them, I would be super comfortable with throwing in the starting lineup. And, and you know, if we had a game tomorrow, um I honestly, I don't know if I could tell you who was uh, who's going to be our our for sure setter. It's, it's a close one, um, you know. Like I said, they both have great things going for them, um, and uh, it'll be you know me and the assistant coaches. You know, we've been talking about it all all camp, um, all fall break, all fall. Um, you know, who's who's going to pull ahead? And I think it's going to be kind of like a, a first couple of matches where we're going to see what clicks and and what doesn't. And uh, we'll make adjustments from from what does and what doesn't, and uh, we'll go from there. So it's it's a battle, though. It's it's been like I said, it's been great to watch. Um, and it's definitely you know pushed our team in in a great direction. 
you know, with every team this time of year, there's always stuff to improve upon. I know that you as coaches are looking at that. So what can you tell us is, do you feel kind of looking at your team right now going into the season is going to be some of your biggest strengths as a team and some areas that you're going to be working on and harping on up until that uh, that opening opening game match? Right. Um, I, I mean, our biggest strength is the same strength we had last year. Um, you know, we have two two great offensive middles, um, Michael De La Cruz, who's uh, freshman of the year, second team all conference, and Emmanuel Adamas, and uh, two just you know great middles. Um, they, you know, I mean, they were just phenomenal um, in our conference play and uh, against Princeton and Hawaii. Um, you know, we got our outside Diego Rosich back, which is you know great player. Um, had the highest hitting percentage on our team for you know. A month straight, I think he was as an outside hitting in the upper fours and fives, which is, um, you know, if you can get every outside to hit in the four and five hundreds, you, you know, you like it, there's just nothing you can do about it. Um, not to mention the middles hitting, you know, six and seven hundred. Um, so, you know, we're we're bringing in a pretty high powered offense. Um, you know, Gregory Torres on the on the right side. I mean, we just have so many offensive weapons. Um, it, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be a team to beat. Um, just just from that um, and you know how the men's game is um, just you know defense I mean I feel like I feel like at two steps forward we take on our offense we we somehow take a step back on our defense um, and and the the thing is that's tough is like you know in practice I'm watching us pra- I'm watching us scrimmage and um, you know watching us compete and it's like I can't tell if our offense is just that good or if our defense is you know a step or two behind but um, I think, yeah, like our biggest strength for sure is going to be our offense. Um, just being able to move the ball around, get get solo blocks on our pins, um, have our middles involved, and uh, probably our biggest weakness. And you know, like I said, kind of hand in hand with the men's game is is defense. Um, we got a freshman playing libero, um, have a sophomore playing libero, so we have a few younger guys uh, coming in and uh, fighting in that position. So it'll be. Uh, you know, it'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting next couple of weeks as we kind of wind down, get ready for uh, Christmas break, and you know, try and give the guys a, a little rest before we start uh, getting into uh, you know, first match against Queens, uh, January 14th at home. So, so one of those things where it's you know, it going into going into the Christmas break, I feel like we're in a good spot, um, but you know, it you never know until you know, um, unfortunately, and so it's just pushing pushing the guys getting us to where i think we need to be um relative to you know some of the other teams in conference and some of the other teams we're gonna be matched up against this year what's your level of excitement for the opening match to see that banner get raised go be the first men's volleyball banner in your arena dude i'm so stoked i like i so you know what a lot of people don't know is that i i was one i was the fourth signee of this program um been here since 2014 um, you know, and to watch the program grow from, you know, my my senior year even, um, even to last from last year's or from two years ago, um, from that team to last year's team. I mean, just the growth, um, the growth of the program, um, the players we have, you know, the level of the level that we're competing at. Um, you can't you can't express it in words um, when you've been a part of, you know to see all this hard work and all this dedication that I personally have, have put into the program, um, you know, from, from being an athlete to being an assistant coach and just the hours spent, 
Um, and, you know, the bonds I've made with, with the guys and with the team and just, you know, seeing that banner, um, yeah, you, you just, I just, I, like, I can't, I can't put into words how, how excited and how stoked I'm going to be um, and uh, how excited I'm going to be for my, you know, first test as a head coach um, and, uh, you know, gauge from there where, where we need to, uh, where we need to be, who we need to, you know, what, what, uh, what decisions need to be made and what, uh, what needs to be fixed. So it's, uh, it's going to be an awesome experience. And I'm kind of, I have, I've been counting down the days um, to our first match since, uh, since June. So if that tells you how excited I am, <laughs> you're ready to go. Well, a couple, yeah. I won't, well, a couple of final questions here before we wrap up. Did want to ask, get your thoughts on the conference as a whole. What team do you think is going to be present the biggest challenge to you, you all defending your title? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, you know, and like I said, I mean, we, North Greenville has grown since I've, I've been a player in Conference Carolinas. Um, and, you know, everybody else has grown too. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going through the, the other teams. Um, and, uh, to be completely honest, I mean, I think this is like the best that Conference Carolinas has ever been. Um, you know, it's, in years previous, you know, I think we had an interview at Queens um, where we were talking about, you know, the top, like, three teams in conference, and it was it was uh, Barton, Mount Olive, and King. And, uh, you know, those teams were, were just stacked. I mean, they had great players on all three of those teams. And, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, it's been it's been crazy, you know, just the, the level that every team is at, you know. I mean, I don't think there's it, – it's kind of it, – it's – it's it's awesome to see, but it's also scary at the same time as a head coach because, you know, anybody could beat you on any given night. Um, you know, everybody in this conference is, is good. Um, you know, every team is going to have some great players. You know, Emmanuel's on the up and up. Um, Mount Olive is always, you know, just always, always going to be a good, solid program. Um, Belmont Abbey, you know, you can't count Belmont out. Lee's McRae with Sam Albus, you know, that, that could be a different animal altogether. Um, you got, you know, King and Ryan Boer just always does a great job of, of getting, you know, getting teams ready to, to play. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm, I tell the guys, like, listen, we just got to take every match a day at a time, a step at a time, a set at a time, a point at a time, because honestly, I mean, you know, it, our, our one loss last year was Erskine, you know, I mean, it's just you, any given night you can lose. And so, I wouldn't say there's, you know, one team that I'm worried about defending the title from. I would say I'm worried about defending the title from everybody in conference. And then we've had an opportunity to talk about a couple players. Who's the player, though, that I haven't asked you about or maybe fans may not know about but, you know, couldn't have a big breakout season this year on your team? Um, You know, I'm I'm thinking of – I have a couple. Um, got a got a really great great kid coming in from Florida, Jackson Chadwell, um, playing libero, and uh, just his mechanics, um, how he plays the game, heads up. You know, great kid, um, great leader as a freshman. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. Um, you know, I'm hoping he has a great year. And uh, another one, big big guy in the middle, uh, Emmanuel Adamas. Mentioned him earlier. Um, just you know, um, the type of kid that if you could clone and have a roster full, um, I'd probably pick Manny. Um, he is one of the hardest working kids that you could bring into a program. Um, he constantly is pushing the envelope. You know, he's pushing everybody in practice, being a leader, stepping up as a junior. 
Um, you know, he had a great, great freshman year. Um, you know, great sophomore year. Uh, you know, just with the team dynamic from last year, he kind of took a, a, a more of a backseat role to our pins. Um, and, you know, he, he accepted it. You know, he, he understood that, you know, his job wasn't going to be in the limelight like his freshman and sophomore year. He, he accepted – or, I'm sorry, um, his his sophomore year, you know, he, he accepted that. And uh, I think he's going to have a great junior year. He's, he's going to be, a, you know, another just unbelievable athlete that we have. Um, and uh, Michael De La Cruz, another one, great middle, um, undersized. Freshman, freshman player of the year. Pretty sure he made the All-American team. I can't remember. Um, right. But, yeah, once again, just another kid that, you know, I honestly, Vinny, I, there's, my, my roster's full of them. You know, I, I can't think of, like, a couple. I mean, we could sit here and talk for 30 minutes about kids that I think are going to have an impact. I mean, I have, like you said earlier, you know, coming in at the time I did, you know, fortunate for me. I mean, I just have a roster full of great kids that, um, you know, are just willing to push themselves and, and most importantly, push each other and just uh, make each other better um, every day, you know, in practice and 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 weights. Um, just, you know, great guys, um, great competitors, um, you know, a team I wish I could play on and not necessarily coach um, just because, you know, they, they understand that for them to be good, everyone has to be pushed and uh, just push each other constantly. Well, and final question, we'll wrap up on this, and we're asking kind of all the coaches as we're doing our campus tour here. If you were named commissioner of college men's volleyball for a day, what would be the one rule change that you would make to the sport? Subs. I would I would, I would, would open up the subs. I absolutely hate the six-sub rule. I know I know a lot, of, a lot of coaches feel the same for me um, or the same as me, but uh, just, you know, being able to do a little bit more with the substitution rule, um, I feel like that kind of hinders the ability for um, us to, you know, like mess around with the lineup and play with some different angles. Um, it'd be nice to have that change for, you know, even a game or a match. Um, it'd be cool to be able to, you know, throw in five subs instead of the two or three that you normally can get away with in, in conference um, or in, you know, in, in regular season play. Um, so that would definitely be the rule that I would, I would nix. 